When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. MeUndies knows relationships aren't perfect. That's why they're celebrating imperfectly perfect matches with their new Valentine's Day collection. Right now, new customers get 25% off matching pairs. Match your bottom half to your better half in fun limited edition prints. Check out all of MeUndies sustainably soft undies, socks, bralettes, loungewear, and more available in sizes extra small to 4XL. Get 25% off your first order of matching pairs plus free shipping at MeUndies.com VDay25. Chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry Nade. Parental discretion is advised. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Your discretion advised. It is the Frisky Friday edition of Watch Harry Mays Go Ballistic. Yeah. During live golf on the program, nobody is more angry watching a sporting event than I've ever worked with than Harry. Well, Peter Even Brown. Peter Brown? No, Peter Brown, because we were watching a lot of baseball late at night on ESPN Radio, yeah. and he, he had bets on every game, and so he would go crazy. Harry's different because, you know, we were working late night then. Yeah. Now, you know, we're doing day and night, and live golf is on Thursdays and Fridays Mm -hmm. in these events, and they're televised. And so Harry Mays, you know, was visibly shaken during the first round when his boy Dustin Johnson pooped the bed in the first round. Threw up all over his shoes, as they like to say. Exactly right. And that trunk is wide open right now. There'll be a lot of trunk slamming, which oh. I learned this week for the first time. Oh, yeah. There'll be a lot of trunk slamming by big-name golfers before this Friday is over in Dublin, Ohio. Harry. I would like to see the, the actual tournament of the guys that missed the cut <laughs> rather than the guys that made the cut. <laughs> the cut line's about pl- two Plus over. Two. yeah. And there's a lot of guys who are going to huh. really, really, really have to scramble. Yeah. And yeah. pray. And half of them don't care. No, you're right. They you can see do it. not care. You can care. see when they know yeah, yeah. that they're eight over. They're like, and they Look. got no shot of making up six shots. Right. And they're now, like, all over the place. They're hitting out of parking lots. Yeah. You know, they're hitting it out of the 19th hole 
lounge. I got millions in the bank, and I got a private jet waiting for me to take me back to my Instagram-looking wife or girlfriend. Exactly and right. And I'll spend a weekend with her. They don't care. You're absolutely right. So then why do you care then, Harry Mason? I don't know. That's the question. Because I got nothing else to do. We're doing a radio show here. We're doing a Friday extravaganza for the people out there. We're here for the people. Yeah, right. We're not here for the PGA Tour. <laughs> We're not here for the NBA. Yeah. We're not here for baseball. Are we going to have to take up a collection today on the show? No, we're going to get that straightened out, huh? Oh, yeah? Because, yes, we had a breaking story yesterday during the last hour of our show. Yeah, late. That yeah. our own guy on the couch. Couch guy. No, Colin the couch guy. So I ask these guys every week, right. every day when they come in, did uh, you find a place to park yep. and are you legally parked? Because even though you have a parking pass that I went and stood outside in heat and humidity <laughs> and waited in line for an hour to get these guys... <laughs> So did you park it? Oh, yeah, I parked in the spot. Are you yeah, legally yeah. parked? Yeah. Yeah. That's the first thing you ask. The second thing you ask is, did you take your temperature? Exactly. Every day when everybody comes well, in, that's, that's what Well, that's what we're supposed happens. to do. Right. That's the safety first. It's a protocol. Actually. Unlike the Texas and Florida and all these other places that are now counting COVID cases, that when somebody gets retested five times, they count that as six different positives. Right. That's what's happening with all these books being cooked now. Yet the media doesn't pay attention to that. And you wonder why no one trusts the media in this mm. country. They are ignoring these stories, Harry. Mm. The books are being cooked. It's either incompetence or it's absolute fraud what's happening in this country. But you listen to whomever you want. But i got to rip the NBA today, Harry. No. It's not my style normally. Wait a second. I try not to find stories that make me go crazy. Just like you go crazy about guys yeah. you bet on in golf every week. Yes. To win a couple of bucks. I have no money involved here. I'm not going crazy because I bet on the NBA or bet on teams here. I go crazy because I see just what an absolute joke this league makes of itself every single day. But anyway, we've got to get back to that before. I, I see now you, you got me thrown off here. So Conlon, <laughs> Sorry. the couch guy, yeah. says, oh, yeah, I parked, okay. Then as soon as he leaves, he, he sends a, 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 a picture to Robin not one of himself nude. He didn't send that no. one. Not even on National Nude Day. And it's a picture of his parking ticket that he got yep. for parking on the next street in a handicapped spot. Now, yeah. in the city, people used to, you know, they used to scam the city. They used to be able to beat the system. It's not just there's a, it's in the street, like in a parking lot when you go into a Home Depot or a market. You can see the blue lines mm -hmm. in there, and that's the handicapped spot, and you realize it. Right. People have, like, the city puts in, it used to put them in. You'd be like six on each block. Because people wanted to get a reserved spot, so they'd have a handicap placard and they park in front of their house. Then the city stopped and caught on to that. But on the block he parked on, there are two of those handicap signs. Mm -hmm. And he parked, and he was parked in a handicap spot. When he left, he had a $301 ticket yes. for parking there. Serves him right. I mean, you don't park in a handicap space. Uh, we found out that there was actually a fairly logical explanation as to Is what it? happened. Very logical explanation. Exactly. I will be actually contacting my lawyer, Mr. Dan Lust, and we're going to fight this down I would fight City it all the way to the Supreme Court. All right, so here's and my explanation. And hopefully Justice Ginsburg will be back to hear that case yeah, because right. she's in the hospital again. So, so yesterday I'm coming to the show. It's like 2.30. I'm not late by any means, but I can't find any parking on Siegel. So I turn around, I loop around, I take the next uh, street. So, obviously, that street is a one-way going this way. Yes, that's how most, most yes, streets are. Yes, you can't yeah. go two ways. On the, you can't yeah. even go one way. You can barely fit in these streets. Well, that's the thing. So, there was a truck 
Dodge truck that was parked facing the wrong way. So it looked like some guys were loading some debris from somebody's yard into the back of this truck. Now that's just the bodies that uh, go yeah, every night from the, exactly. from the murders that it are was Kenny's happening goons every hour. Lo- lo- exactly loading up the right, truck. Yeah. So these guys, I look at them, I say, hey, you guys are parked the wrong way. You can't, you can't park this way. And then a woman, as soon as I say that, comes out of her house. She goes, what are they doing? I need to get out. I said, I don't know what they're doing. Why don't you go ask them? She goes, hey. You guys can't park like this. I need to leave. So he said, back up. The guy gets in his truck. She goes, okay, I'll back up. She goes, hey, listen, when I pull out, you follow me. Now, let me remind you, this woman was on her own two feet. She had no apparent disability whatsoever. She said, hey, when I pull out, you just come take well, my spot. Well, that's half the people in Philadelphia exactly. that have yeah. well, That's what I'm saying. I want to know. What, Don't you wait, understand how on, scams man. work? No, I want to know what her but disability the was. Is, but the point is, there's a, there's a sign there yeah. right in front of you. You look at the sign. But he didn't, because she told him, just park in my no, spot. That's not an excuse. I wasn't he, disabled. Come on, Harry. We're trying to get this ticket beat. That's not an excuse. What are you going to do? Throw, he doesn't have, he doesn't make money on so the, the show. Exactly. But there's two, He's a two volunteer. Points. Where's he going to get three? I, I don't, don't know. make $301 on the show. That's not my problem. I, I got to write this off as a expense <laughs> report. I'm going to mail this to Krause. None of, none of this is my problem. It's my problem because I'm the one who has to go buy the stupid parking passes and people don't know how to park. <laughs> Jesus. Point anyway. is, he didn't look up. He parked in the spot, but he wasn't in the spot completely. Fully. It was fully actually just part of his car that was in it. Right. And so he didn't. Anyway. Anyway, enough about that. Let me get back to we the NBA. We are going to take care <laughs> of it. Let's get it back wow. to the NBA. Get it back. And, you know, you guys can Venmo me. Did you Conlon take pictures of your car and in the spot and how far you were in the spot and out of the spot? Yes, we have all that. So I have we're all good. that information. You do. Don't worry yes. about it. Jeez. All right. I don't this think is like you're going to people win. talking about their fantasy team. Nobody cares. <sighs> what are you doing? I'm trying to get the NBA music going. <laughs> And now, ladies and gentlemen, proving once again what an absolute sham show, what a smoke and mirrors debacle the NBA is, and how the Washington Post is also another absolute waste of paper, ink, and, and humanity inside that building. This is the headline in the Washington Post morning mix, Harry. Morning mix. Uh, can you bring that way down underneath me now, Joe? Thank you. Before Robin starts going apoplectic here. <laughs> I know, up and under. I, I want the music. purposely not saying No, but anything. I mean, I want, I want the music to be playing. Robin just wants it cut off. This yeah. is the NBA. This I is, know. This is Round Ball Rock from John Tesh. Here's the headline in the Washington Post. Critics pounce on James Harden for wearing a thin blue line mask. All right. Who are the critics? that they speak of. That would be everybody who works at the Washington Post, anybody who thinks that wearing something to back the police is white supremacy driven. Mm. Any, that anybody who thinks that the thin blue line or mentioning blue lives matter is white supremacy. This is what the Washington Post Tim Elfrink writes. The Houston Rockets probably knew that a Thursday night tweet from the team might invite some controversy. Above a photo of superstar guard James Harden wearing a face covering, they wrote, Mask up. A still divisive demand in a nation where masks have been heavily politicized. Uh But it wasn't the message that quickly stirred up a frenzy of critics. It was the image on Harden's mask. Harden's face covering featured the thin blue line, a pro-police symbol that critics have long claimed also stands for white supremacy. (laughs) 
and opposition to the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm. Because, you know, you can't care about black lives and care about police at the same time. No, it's impossible. How could you do that? It's one or the other. And it's also a Punisher skull in part of it, which, according to far-right groups, Mm. has been associated with right-wing extremists. Well, is Harden claiming that he didn't know what the mask meant? So then Harden... And, of course, it says neither the Rockets nor the NBA, which also shared an image of the mask on their Twitter accounts of more than 30 million people, reported late Thursday to questions. They didn't respond to questions about how Harden got the mask and whether it was meant to be a political statement. By the way, this is a league that has announced it's allowing political statements right. by painting it on the court, allowing guys to put whatever they want on, on the it. the back of their jerseys. Exactly. Yeah. So they're saying, we're going to put political statements on the courts when we play. But how dare – and again, James Harden, and I believe he doesn't know. He said he didn't know what it was about, like that should matter. He said he thought it looked cool. And then he found out from all of his boys in the NBA that you can't wear that, man. You can't wear that. Young thug, a friend of James Harden's, stuck up for him, though, saying he didn't know that the thin blue line, what that meant. Well, so now that's weak. That is weak. You got You have to. Everybody knows that, don't they? These guys don't know anything, Harry. All they know is where's the IG models at? Where's my room nice enough? And I'll get to the room situation too, because that's an even bigger scam. That's an even bigger joke. A league that's screaming about equality has two players staying in presidential suites, and the other guys staying in rooms that look like a Motel Six. No wonder uh, Rondo is so pissed off. Exactly. But you're not allowed to know that they were staying in presidential Did you suites. see what they did? Yes, I did. Did you see what they did yeah. with, with uh, Dame? So to get Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers, who have a very small chance of making the, the postseason the eight right. remaining games. To incentivize him to go to Orlando. Because remember, he said he didn't want right. to go, Damian Lillard, one they, of the best players in the league. They had to give him a presidential so suite. So he gets a presidential suite. But here's the best part. So they post a picture of him in front of it, and on the wall, on the door, you know, it says presidential suite. Mm-hmm. And they post a picture of all the balloons because I guess it was his birthday. So then the NBA, being the devious, no good, communist-based Marxist operation that it is, the suck-up to China, China's personal bitches, the entire NBA, <laughs> they, they put a second picture up. We'll show you this. This isn't... This wasn't fun. They covered, they smeared out where it said presidential suite. Yeah, they like blurred it out or They blurred it out. It was like the box. Remember when they used to put the boxes on TV? That was a big Pixelation. Yeah, they would put a box over stuff. Like if somebody's flipping the bird, you can't show that on TV. So they got to pixelate the guy's hand Mm. because nobody realizes that he's flipping the bird to somebody. So you got Damian Lillard in the presidential suite, and then LeBron James, the king, He's got like a whole wing of a hotel. Well, he's the king. I thought you were only allowed to be in there by yourself. Why does LeBron James need an entire wing of a hotel? <laughs> I want Rothstein to answer this. He is the NBA honk on this show. <laughs> he is a lap dog for LeBron James and all things China. I have no answer, man. <laughs> I, I'm with you on this. I was the one that tweeted this photo out with Dame Lillard and the, and the presidential suite. I think it's hilarious. It's a joke. I'm not going to stick up for LeBron no, listen, and these guys. No, he should guys. stay in nice court. Yeah, he should. Yeah, but, but if you're going to cry, uh, everybody should be the same and there's justice and equality for all, then you can't have a class system when it comes to uh, giving out rooms to the players, right? Aren't they all in the same league? I just think it's a joke that the league actually went out of their way. Whoever runs that social media NBA Twitter account 
to crop out presidential suite like yeah. that's going to be a difference maker in yeah, anything right. it's oh so it's if hilarious. you see I mean, if you're watching twitch right now you can see the original photograph okay, so there it is happy yeah. birthday bra damian lillard and you can clearly see right there see there's where a, it there's says a presidential, suite. presidential suites yeah. if you get on, you know you're lucky enough to get on that floor right and there is a presidential suite on the right door where the you know where you do the key swipe so then what somebody see that this is on sb nation by the way too right and so then swipe to the next. Now, if you go to what the NBA tweeted out shortly thereafter. Can you go to the next slide, Robin? I feel can, like I'm in a, in a, in a you uh, can see, PowerPoint oh, presentation. You can see where, oh, look, the presidential suite is no longer visible. I don't visible. see where it's, where it's gone, Robin. Because you're watching the delay, Tony. That's oh, okay. All right. Then that's just, they took it off. They blurred it out. There it is. They blurred it out. <laughs> Why? 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 Then let me repeat. <laughs> Why? And it's a bad Photoshop job. Our intern, Dikembe Mutombo, can do a better stinking Photoshop job in his hotel room or in his dorm room, whatever the hell he's in with a couple of things stuck on his back wall with only one piece of tape. Those stupid articles hanging <laughs> on the wall. This kid just graduated from IU. My God. And he's got one piece of scotch tape holding up legendary autographed copies of the Indiana basketball team signed by Tom Crean. I would have at least expected like a life-size cardboard cutout of Bobby Knight exactly. standing in the room. I mean, come exactly. on. Exactly. Throwing a chair across yeah. the court. Well, or a life-size cutout of both of you guys. Right. Damn right. My fat head should be on that wall. And it is a fat head. Anyway, we're going to talk to our good buddy, the Daily Ombre. I'm sure he's got a lot of thoughts on all of these things. A lot of anger. The great Michael Bradley. He's going to join us next. we got a lot of good stuff today. We're going to have some fun. And, yes, it's Friday. You know what that means, Harry. Happy hour. And it's going to be a, an extended happy hour today. I guarantee that. Stick around. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts and don't forget the popular if we're gonna die let us die drunk at least plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information this is about more than work 
It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It's a Friday. We're having fun. Every once in a while, you know, something will irritate me, and I have to let it out, Harry. My psychiatrist told me a long time ago, don't hold it in. Right. You hold it in, what happens? You know? Well, we're joined now by a man who joins us right from midfield. At no, the... he changed it. Oh, now he's, oh, he's out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And it is Shark Week, and he is about to be consumed by an actual great white shark. Hopefully he can make it through the segment. The great Michael Bradley, El Hombre, or the Daily Hombre. Daily Hombre, yeah. It's El Hombre. He is El Hombre, but he's the Daily. Yeah. Now he's got the cookie monster. What the hell are you doing, man, playing with your backgrounds? <laughs> it's a lot of fun, man. <laughs> Put the big house by. That was my favorite one. So, obviously – Michael Bradley is a big Michigan fan. If you Michigan apologist. Apologist, yeah, yes. Yeah. He, he's out there. He's the one who buys the khakis for Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> now he's got the Fonz on his motorcycle in the background. <laughs> Did you just get this new toy now with your backdrop? No, I was, I was teaching uh, Zoom stuff all, uh, all semester, so I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> I like that. You got the Chrysler Arena and the Big House mm -hmm. right behind you there, man. Now the Chrysler Center. I'm sorry. I'm some, sorry. Put some more money into it. Chrysler Center. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> is there a soft Corinthian leather in there now? Did they bring in the old Chrysler Cordobas? Remember that? You see, this is not Chrysler name for the car. This is like the Fritz Chrysler. It's I like know. spelled differently, I, I think. I know. Right? It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, he all brought right, Michael. the wing helmets to Michigan. By the way, first of all, condolences on the loss of, uh, yes. of, of, your, of your mom uh, last week. Thank we, you. Thank you. I was I was surprised when I heard it, and we, we really send our prayers, man. I know it's tough, which is good. All right, now let's get to the uh, to the, the the topics at hand. Now you write every week, and you always let out the vitriol, the the bile, whatever you have building up within you. Bile. What do you have for us today, my friend? 
I consider that what I here's what I consider that that's trenchant athletic analysis. Okay, it's it's not bile or you know any of the other vitriol or any of the Flotsam, other things. Flotsam, jetsam, none of that stuff. Exactly, none of that. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm happy to see that the great owner of the Washington NFL franchise, little Danny Snyder, has finally been driven by sponsors and other uh, uh, part-time owners to change the name of his franchise. And in every statement that he gave out, he listed sponsors first. Forget the fans, forget the players, it's sponsors. So this guy's motivated entirely by cash. He's a turd's turd, and I, but I don't want him to lose his ownership because as long as he's there, the, the Washington NFL franchise will stink. So this is a good thing. Now, you make a great point because yesterday, well, the, the previous few days, this whole week, actually, it started off with this crescendo of Washington is going to change their name. They're going to change their name. Then they finally do. They drop Redskins. And then what's going to be the new name? What's going to be the new name? And then we interviewed the guy with the 44 trademarks, and we got into that whole thing. Philip Martin McCauley. Exactly right. Yeah. When you have three names, you know you must be right. important. Either that or, or you're a serial killer. You're a killer. serial killer. Yeah. Exactly. So then we get to... Oh, the Washington Post is going to break a major story, and it's going to bury Dan Snyder. So then they release it yesterday afternoon. Fifteen former employees are angry. And then Dan Snyder comes out today, Michael, as you know, and he says, hey, you know, I, I don't want this stuff happening. I'm going to make sure this doesn't happen again. And there are people thinking that somehow, some way, that this was going to cost him to lose his franchise. And I said yesterday, there's no way you can fire an owner, and there's no way you can force him out unless he has committed a crime for which he would go to jail, and then you still can't take the ownership away from him, can you? Well, the NBA took it away from the slumlord with the Clippers. Well, yeah, um, absolutely. When he, when he was caught doing some stuff, and I don't think he went to jail. Sterling, he no. was just a horrible guy. No, so, they got his girlfriend. They got his, uh, his paramour, his, yeah. his side piece, to record conversations with him and set him up, and then he basically was unsheathed and unveiled, and he was he basically had to quit because he was a slumlord, and everybody knew he was a slumlord on Wilshire Boulevard owning all those apartments. But you're right. They forced him out. They didn't, they, they didn't physically take him out. But can they force him out of the NFL is the bigger question. The, the only way is if it gets traced to him. If his underlings are doing things like this, as contemptible and as disgusting as they are, he, he can be slapped on the wrist for having a culture of sexual uh, harassment. But unless they find him doing it, they're not going to be able to get rid of him. Mm -hmm. You're right. Can't they just do like what they do to college basketball coaches and say that you lacked institutional control <laughs> and put him on a show cause penalty and basically has to leave the organization? The problem with the NFL owners is every one of them has got show cause stuff worthy, <laughs> exactly. show cause worthy stuff in their closets. Exactly. So if they go after Snyder for something like this, then he's going to start saying, oh, yeah, Jerry Jones and oh, yeah, <laughs> McNair family. and oh, yeah. he, They know enough to keep their mouths shut. Yeah, I lived in L.A. 11 years. Everybody out there knew Donald Sterling was a sleazebag. Oh, it was a common knowledge. Absolutely yeah. it was. And they knew about it. And the L.A. Times and all the, all, the, all the local media knew about Sterling and his, you know, the Miracle Mile, all the properties he owned and how he treated people. Yet he still had a black general manager and a black coach, so he, he, got, he got credit because his teams were good mm -hmm. for a couple of years, and they actually were better than the Lakers for a couple of years. And so what happened, they cut him some slack. But then they set up the girlfriend to finally bury him, and they wanted him out, and they got him out. That's how it works yeah. in this world. And that's, and that's the thing. You, you know, the owners <clears throat> all going to take care of each other because all of them want to keep making money yep. and all of them want to make sure that nobody comes after them. Now, Jerry Richardson got thrown out of uh, the Carolina situation 
for this, but he was caught as part of the, he was one of the ones doing it. Yep. He was the one that was doing stuff with sexually harassing people and, and making lewd suggestions. That's different than having the underlings doing it. They'll say, okay, we may fine you sensitivity training all around, all that, but Snyder survives. And again, I want him to. I don't want a responsible, smart owner in there. I want this knucklehead. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the bigger question that we're talking to. The Daily Ombre himself, Michael Bradley, not the former soccer great. No. Although his hair, he's, you know, he's looking a little bald, sort of like Michael Bradley now. You're starting I to have learn. a quotation on my wall from him that was in Sports Illustrated. It said, I'm sure at times people thought, who is this little, sh-? you know, I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> but, but I'm like, it, it fits me. So, you know, it's perfect. And now, I want people to know, if you're not watching us on our Twitch stream, you have uh, do you have a clicker there like the weather people do when they go from the slides and show you the Midwest? Because <laughs> no, you're changing your background. Now you got the great John Belushi, Blutarski, of course, yeah, from uh, Animal House. Yeah. Just as he's about to smash the the guitar. Right. By the way, that was being held by Stephen Bishop, who wrote on and on. That's right. Exactly right. A couple wrote the theme song for Animal House and was the one singing the song. And more Animal House mindless trivia. That song he's singing is more than 600 years old. Was it I Gave My Love a Chicken a that cherry had no that bone? Had no stone. I gave my love a, 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 let's see, I gave my love a cherry that had no stone. I gave my love a, a chicken that had no bone. I gave my love a story that had no idea. I didn't know that Belushi was going to do that. This is phenomenal Animal House knowledge right here. Hey, by the and way, was it over? On and on was the uh, the song you were talking yeah. about, right? Down in Jamaica, they got yep. pretty yeah. woman. Lots of pretty I love that song, man. And they'll steal your heart. Yep. On and on and on, as they say, or as <laughs> the segment the goes. Now, and then great Stephen Bishop and great Blutarski and great Animal House knowledge. And by the way, was it over? When the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. And every time I used to say that, I would always get the gratuitous tweets. And the, what are you talking about, the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? It's amazing how many people still don't realize that that's from one of the most iconic movies of all time, Michael. Germans? When I Forget teach, it, he's I rolling. Teach public speaking at Villanova University, I show Blutarski's soliloquy <laughs> to the class at the beginning. I show Patton's, uh, Patton's thing at the beginning of the movie, George C. Scott. I show that, and I show I, the I Have a Dream speech to say, here's what you got to do. D.H. Lawrence said it. Keep quiet until you have something to say, and then say it hot. And that's what I'm trying to get my students to do. How about saying, uh, what's the other line from Dean Wormer? Was it over when the, no, what, no, no. what? Dean Wormer, when he what, says, fat, drunk, drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Yes. Fat, yeah. drunk, yeah. and stupid. What do you mean? That's the only way to go through life. Have you looked at these <laughs> kids graduating college right now? Look at the couch guy here. We, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's not that fat, by the way. I, I apologize. He's not that fat. One of the nicknames <laughs> for one of my pledge brothers was FDS, which stood for fat, drunk, and stupid. I thought it was a feminine hygiene product. <laughs> feminine deodorant spray. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't leave home without that. I always have it in the car. You never know, you know, because it's gotta be fresh. You got to be fresh. <laughs> Keep it fresh. <laughs> Michael Bradley, the Daily Ombre. Now, what did you write about in your most recent musings? I, I, I'm, he hasn't I'm, done I'm one in a while. I'm overwhelmed with basketball previews, so I haven't written for a couple of weeks. I'm, I'm previewing 72 college basketball teams. All right, I'm not so lying. you're previewing college basketball teams. Are we going to have a season? I don't know, but I hope that 
all of my work gets done and I get paid before somebody does not. Duke and Duke get the commission. <laughs> what yeah, about if they cancel the season in two weeks? Right. You did all that work for, for nothing. nothing. I wrote between June 20th and July 24th, I will have written 45,000 words. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> Now, of course, we got people on the Twitch stream saying that the Big Ten is canceling non-conference games, and that cost Temple a win against Rutgers this year. Oh man! <laughs> exactly. Although Shiano's at Rutgers now, that's that's yeah. uh, you know he knows what's going to happen there. Exactly. But it'll take a while. But you're right. The Owls, the Owls lost a win there. Exactly. But right. now, what happens with college football? We see the Ivy League, the Patriot League, you know, have Colonial done away with their seasons. Colonial, right? Out. So. I don't know how you play. I mean, look, the SEC will, will try to play football until they have to go out there with a steam shovel and scrape up the players. But I don't know how some of these other places do it. The reason they're getting rid of the non-conference games is they're going to be able to establish conference protocols that everybody must follow. If Michigan's playing Arkansas State, they can't mandate that Arkansas State does it. But if Michigan's playing Illinois, they can say both sides have to do this. That can make it safer. Hmm. No, I agree with you. And, you know, depending on who you read, everybody's got opinion columns and they can feel how they want. But I like the, there's no way they're going to play and they shouldn't play. What are they thinking? You're not one of those guys. I'm telling you right, you don't, you don't say, I'm telling you people, do not play sports. Even though my job depends on it, I want you not to play. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is you're going to have to be really careful with this because – if we get to the point where kids not only get sick but end up on ventilators or whatever, the, the folks that, that allow for the, the sports to be played are gonna be on the are they gonna be on the spit and being roasted. So as John Calipari said to me two weeks, I two weeks ago, I said, John, what's gonna happen? Because I have no idea, and anybody who tells you that he knows is lying. So as of today, we're gonna prepare, we're gonna establish protocols, we're gonna let the people work out, we're gonna hope that there's football. I mean, what do I want? No football? What are you kidding me? What am I going to do on Saturdays in the fall? Play golf. Yard work? Yeah, yeah, play golf. That's it. Rake leaves? I mean, there's a All lot right. of important yeah. jobs that you have. Come on, man. I have somebody to handle that. We have too many trees. We had Matt Vaskurgeon on yesterday, and he's got a great tan because he's out in the yard doing gardening exactly. work and all kinds of landscaping. I'm the same way. I'm playing golf and landscaping, and that's about all I have to do for fun. Now, you're manscaping. That's the bigger question <laughs> yes. because, uh, you know, that's important right now. One of our great sponsors, Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com. Michael Bradley, the Daily Ombre. All right, so now let's get to the uh, the baseball now because we're ready. I mean, next yeah. next Thursday six night. Six days. Six days. A week from last night, man, we'll have baseball. And you saw the big story today, Harry. We had Matt Vaskirgin talking about sounds. They are going to be using sound effects yeah. from MLB The Game. Mm. They'll have a DJ or a guy who runs the – they'll have 75 different drops – how about that, Harry? So is there going to be a guy but, sitting yeah, there with a with They should have hired me. Yeah. I can sit there and play all kinds of stuff like four. How many pitches did he just get before he slapped that baby in the gap, Harry? <laughs> exactly right. Uh-oh, he's swinging a miss. He struck him out. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm amusing myself. Are you still now? You got I, now. I oh, look what he has behind him now. Judge Smales. He has Judge Smales on the sailboat. On the little, uh, it wasn't really a big sailboat. It was no. a, the flying the, wasp. The flying wasp. <laughs> Judge Smales. I'm christening my sloop. Uh, no, I, I'll tell you what. 
I'm going to, there's going to be a, an exhibition baseball game on Sunday night on the four letter network. Mm -hmm. I will be watching it. All right. I'm, I'm dying. I, I need some actual sporting action. I can't watch the left turn crowd. I'm watching a lot of golf, but I can't, I, I need an actual sport. I'm watching Korean baseball in the morning. You are watching Korean baseball. My boy, yeah. John Shambi doing the call with four 30 in the morning, man. Yeah. It, it's funny to hear him because the other guys just give him a hard time all the time. <laughs> he deserves it. So I like watch. I like watching that. Well, are you going to be watching? Uh, I, I know the Sixers are going to have three of their scrimmages, practice scrimmages against other teams on television. It's going to be must-see TV. No, I can't. Shake it. Milton I, I at the point guard, Michael. I can't watch. I can't watch NBA basketball when it's when it means something. Wow, he's with you. Football. Let me give you. Let me let me put my hands together right now, <laughs> oh ladies God. and gentlemen. He's a man who understands. He understands what this country is all about. How America comes first, not China, Harry. Not who? China. 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 By the way, how's uh, you've been watching Korean? How's our boy uh, Aaron Altair doing? Is he still tearing the cover off the ball? <laughs> I haven't seen him lately. They, they look, you know, the dinos. They haven't been showing the dinos. They, they've shown a lot of the other teams, but uh, I'm sure Aaron's just tearing it up there. It's, you know, it's, it's perfect. He's done the third best baseball league in the, in the world. He's that bad. He can't, he, we don't want him back on a major league roster. Altair means old man in German. And he wow, wow. What about uh, cardboard cutouts of fans in the stands? Do you, are you uh, advocating for that? Big time. I, yeah, I want to see that. I want to see somebody's head get taken off by a foul ball <laughs> at one of the cutouts. I, wanna see, I, wanna, I want it all. I want, it, I want this to be as virtually ridiculous as possible. Just make it DJ, realistic and have people. Sound effects, no. It, it's yeah, not have people looking at their phones instead of exactly. the game. You know, have the a bunch of women. Cutout. Have like women with yeah. big breast cardouts, right. and they're just always on down looking at their phone. <laughs> Now, there's some strapper guys, too. I don't right, want to right. just blame the no, women No, it's here. not just women. No, yeah. but, but you know the women who were there, especially the women who go because their boyfriend takes them or their, mm -hmm. you know, their side piece takes them. I, mean, I got the seats down low. She's always looking at the phone. Let's and be I honest. Want, I want guys, I want a cutout of a guy behind the plate doing this. You know, when they're, yeah. they got the good seats, they're waving at their friends. Yeah. I want those. I want and they're on their phone because they're, they're yeah, talking exactly. to their buddies and they're yeah. waving. Yeah. But you know what yeah, else I want? No one. How am I doing? I jokingly that's said that's this last one. week. We need to get those annoying guys who go, woo, or oh. whistle, or swing, batter, 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 swing. Wouldn't that Absolutely. be great, too? Yeah, I, I think that I think that would be great also. Look, so I want. I look want, at this one. I want uh, the um, uh, everything that you can get at the game. But my, if I were if I were commissioner of baseball, anybody caught waving at the camera in rows one through five, mm -hmm. you get a warning. Second time, they're they're up in the euchre seats. You forfeited your right. Have no, you, you throw have, them out. Have you noticed like every one of these Vinny references Barbarino. is from the seventies? Up your nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> All baby. the movies, Jaws, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, Animal House. I know. Caddyshack. Caddyshack was from the early eighties. Harry, was come it on, Harry. Nineteen eighty. Yeah, See, I mean, this is good. I, I jump right into the Mr. Cotter spot right here. Mr. Cotter. Fonz, the Fonz. The Fonz in there, jump the shark. Are you saying you've jumped the shark now? Are you kidding me? 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cotter. Everybody hits. And then the whistling guys. Right. You know, especially in an empty stadium. Because you know those games, late night games, and it's extra innings, oh, yeah. and it's raining, and there's like 10 people left in the seats, and then there's that one guy who whistles, mm -hmm. and it's annoying, and it echoes through the entire, st entire stadium. 
like when they used to play up in Montreal, that place at Jerry used to be Park. totally empty. Oh, yeah, the Olympic, Olympic Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, yeah, that was a cavern up there, yeah. man. <laughs> now, this is why the youth of America, I don't know whether he's part of the reason that the youth of America are messed up when they leave college or he's actually part of the solution when he puts all the slideshows mm-hmm. up of some of the great memorable scenes. Now he's got Mo Green. Mo Green in there with the broken uh, left lens <laughs> right. there. Or is that his right lens? It's his right lens. He got Mo, shot in the eye, Mo, Mo Green. Green. <laughs> he's getting a massage. No, you better, Mike, if you don't start. come to Las Vegas and talk to a man like Mo Green like that. <laughs> now, for those of you who are only listening on the radio. This is what you miss when you don't you... have the Twitch channel on. <laughs> I know. You're missing out on all the extra visuals. <laughs> I'm Mo Green. You know, people are already saying Michael Bradley 2020. Yeah. Would you, if Joe Biden decided he did not have to have a woman of color and he called you to be his vice president, because you have a lot of ties to Delaware, Villanova, I mean, it's all, you're running those circles with all those guys. Mm-hmm. Would you take the nomination as the vice president of the United States if Joe Biden if offered nominated, it? nominated, I will not run. If elected, I will not serve. That's the way I like it, Ben. That's what I would say, too. <laughs> but I said yesterday, Morgan to the Kissing Bandit. Yeah. If you're going to do cardboard cutouts, you got to put you got to put the rock and rolling guy in Kansas City. Remember him with the <laughs> with the big wig? Oh yeah, rock John and rolling. Sixteen. Yes, yeah, John, John three. I mean, his name his nickname was Rock and Rolling. Okay, back yep. in the day, it's good stuff. And you got to bring in the lollipop guild too, Harry. And no, you this need is the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, that's the, the Oompa from Willy Wonka. Get and, it right, Tony. Uh, and you need the Marlins man too. Marlin, well, Marlin, he'll be there. Marlin's no matter what. man is always behind. He home will plate. be the only guy who pays to go into an empty stadium <laughs> and sit there, so he can sit alone in an empty stadium, so he can get <laughs> well, a, a, the camera shot. Let me ask you a question. They're they're actually you know they're going to consider whether they're going to allow people to go to games. Right. Say they're going to put 10,000 people in Citizens Bank Park and socially distance and all that stuff and food delivery to your seats and scheduled times to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Are you going to go? Sounds like my nights at home. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) hell yeah, of course. Yeah, why not? Hell yeah, I'll go. You go? Yeah, Yeah. what do I want to do? Sit at home and die? If I'm going to die, let us die drunk at least. That's our motto on this show. If you're going to make us die, let us die drunk at least. You got to wear a mask, though. I'll wear a mask. Well, why do I? Is have that to... a... Oh, he's got the yeah, Michigan, Michigan helmet. Why would masked? you have to wear a mask if you're socially distancing? Because, because it's an airborne disease. You sneeze, and it's going to come to me. I'm, I'm not going to sneeze. Saying, here's, here's my rules. It's my game. You got right, go to play by my rules. All right. You got to wear a mask. Well, then I'm staying home. All right. Yeah. No I wear a mask when I'm at home, but they're you know they're a little more pleasurable than the ones you wear, <laughs> especially without the Michigan thing on there. You know what I mean? Now, Harry, who was the last? Slide that is behind him right now. Let's see if you can guess this one, Robin. I know it. Uh, I don't. Robin. That's divine. Okay. The great from the movie divine Pink from Flamingos. Yeah. Pink Flamingos, oh, baby. Okay. <laughs> well, she pretty much looked the same in almost every movie, but. How yeah, did that make one, the cut, Michael? The, the Villanova okay. kids like divine. I mean, you have to explain no, no, who divine is. is? Now, this is for my Michigan friends uh, who <laughs> went and saw the movie Pink Flamingos with me when we were at Michigan. Wow. Midnight movies. Don't you ha- why don't you have uh, Seymour in there, the, uh, the plant from Little Chop of Horrors, for God's sake? That's not a bad one. It's a good one, man. Jesus. Hey, next time he's on Zoom, it'll be added, I'm sure. So how many oh, slides yeah, do you have that you sure can I load in the background now? I tried to get I tried to get one for Harry. I want I tried to get the Sport magazine cover with Jan Stevenson on it, but it wouldn't it wouldn't fill the frame. It was you didn't see the whole thing. 
You remember that, Harry? No. Are you too young? Yeah, probably. Take a look at it on the internet. You remember Jan Stevenson, the great golfer, Harry? Yeah, yeah. The Australian. She was Australian, right? She was beautiful. Yeah. And and I don't know how they got this cover past the censors because it's apparent that she, it's a little cold where the picture was being. Oh, okay. By the way, speaking of hots, do you see who's on the, in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit model? A 56-year-old woman. She was on before when she was younger, I believe, years yeah, ago. Yeah, she's right? on now. Yeah, yeah. And she's still smoking. Oh, she looks oh, really good. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you kidding What's me? Fif- I think 56 is her age. i got to find the story. I had it earlier. And you can see, I, you know who had it on? Uh, Outkick. Okay. Well, Outkick, their Outkick page. The coverage, they yeah. have a picture of her, and she looks spectacular. Oh, yeah, there's Jan Stevenson. And Jan Stevenson, the great, great yeah. Australian. She never won a tournament, but she always won the uh, – she always won the uh, the, the TV uh, yeah, accolade. Exactly right. Absolutely. Well, Michael, Yvonne Rivette Salvander, is that the woman? Uh, they were the cover she girls, is up the there. Twins. Fifty-six years old. What is her name, Harry? Kathy before? Jacobs. Yeah, it's Kathy, Kathy Jacobs. Jacobs. Yeah. Not Bruce Jacobs. Yeah, there you have it. Yeah. She's 56 that's right years old. right in my wheelhouse, Mike. Absolutely. Now that's a cougar I can yeah. I can agree with right exactly. there. Exactly. Did you see her pictures, Robin? I'm I'm pulling them up right She's now. She's only five three, but that's okay. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. It's all right with me. Michael Bradley, ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together. Now, does 5'3", uh, does that qualify as a spinner? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. if you're six foot, yeah. at least. Yeah. If you're yeah, a guy, if you're, if you're 5'8", that's not a spinner. Right, right. If you're a short dude, that's not a spinner. Yeah. Michael, thank you, sir. Always great to see you, man. I'll leave you with Lenny and Squiggy. Lenny, of course, a, a former scout for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Did you know that, yes, right? Yes, I did. I that heard man it. knew his baseball. Wow. He knew his baseball. All right, Michael gentlemen. Bradley, don't forget to check him at Daily Ombre. Robin, thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Right. So long, suckers. <laughs> Rack that guy. We're coming back. Open lines, 215-462-8669. 215-462-8669. And then a strapper line. Any strapper calls tonight? Beautiful. You can call 24-7-856-818-4045. We're coming right back. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your 
Beautiful. And I have pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest-growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. During the break, we were uh, getting a lot of great comments on Twitter and on the Twitch stream about the great Daily Ombre, Michael Bradley, a man we've known and loved for many, many years and realized just how twisted and demented he is, which is why we love him on this program, Harry. Yeah, he always lives up to the hype. Yes, he does. You know what I mean? He never disappoints. No. The man brings the alacrity, the intensity, the humidity. He had a background with him today. He had the multiple backgrounds. That was the greatest slideshow since I went to a, (laughs) a, 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 a PPM meter PowerPoint presentation by Matt Nahagian in a conference room. Nice. Nobody had more graphics than that guy. But did you notice everything on the background was between 1975 and 1980? Yeah, he's stuck in that era. He's stuck right there. He should get a job at MTV when I love the 80s. When they redo that, I love the 70s, the 70s channel on Sirius XM. No, my favorite was pop-up video. Oh, I love pop-up video. Pop-up video was awesome. Love it. Now, does Nancy Lopez live in the villages? I don't think so. No idea. You know who she married? I'm just asking you old school golf knowledge here, Harry. Nancy Lopez married a a local sports broadcaster up in Harrisburg, if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't she married to uh, Ray Knight? Yes, but she was married to a guy named Tim Melton, and she was Nancy Lopez Melton for a while. Mm. And Melton was a guy, if I'm not mistaken, this is the top of my head, she married a sportscaster, I believe he was in Harrisburg. Mm. Tim Melton. Tim Melton. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, you are correct. He, they were married from 1979 to 1982. Mm. And then after they divorced, she married Major League All-Star Ray, yeah, Knight. Ray Knight. Ray Knight. Former player yeah. for the Reds, managed. The, the Mets. Wasn't now, he was, the Mets was, too? Well, yes. Was, uh, was Tim Melton from Harrisburg the sportscaster that she married? Lemons. Says she re- lives in the villages. Yeah, right so, there, somebody, yeah. so they were right. I, yeah. See, I thought everybody always makes, whenever somebody gets older, they're always going to live in the villages. Right. You always hear that, right? Yes. And they, they're right. Tim Melton. So there he is, Houston TV Sports Reunion with Tim Melton. But I believe when she met him, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong, that he was up in, like, Harrisburg when mm. she met, when she met, uh, when he met Nancy Lopez. But anyway, we'll talk about that later, Harry, because that's not uh, 
That's not pressing. That's not right important now. right now. Meanwhile, let's go to a man who's walking down the street in South Philly trying to avoid going to Nick's. Uh, did you see this, the big story? I saw you tweet about this. Yes. John's Roast Pork, one of the most famous sandwich shops in this city. Is that the one on 20th? No, that's the one down on Snyder Avenue near Front Street. Oh, okay. That's where everybody, you know who goes there and called them the best sandwich in Philadelphia? Yes. Um, oh, who was it again? The, the, it was a... Uh... He's a James Beard Award winner. Yeah. He's a, our friend from Minneapolis. Cheap. He did, uh, he did bizarre foods. Andrew Zimmern. Andrew Zimmern picked John's Rose Pork as the best sandwich in Philly. And Vince knows. And the guy got beat up this morning at 645 as he was showing up at his stand to start opening. And he has a little thing there. Vince, you know what's going on down there. At 645, my buddy John Bucci and his wife show up. They finally are open again after the pandemic. And, again, it's a little shop, and then there's a little outdoor area where he has a TV for people to eat outside because there's really no room to eat inside. It's sort of a counter. You walk in, you get your sandwich, and you go outside. And two punks attacked him in his own stinking little area there in South Philly, man. Well, yeah, tell me, that was such a – I didn't even know what to make of that story because I was just there two days ago to pick up a, a cheesesteak. And the way they have it now is, like, you call ahead and then you pick it up. And, right. uh, you know, actually you can't eat it there, though, because that little sit-down area is, is uh, I don't think it's technically open. But some people will wait in there. But, but anyway, it's like, so I read this story. And then even today, um, John posted something about the fact that there's some idiot trying to ruin his reputation now. Like, he, was, he came up, he posted something on Twitter, like, to say he's poisoning people with his food. And it's like, yeah, people are just like, just going bonkers down here saying, like, why would they do that to a guy who's battled leukemia? Exactly. John yeah. and I are good friends. I've known him forever. And you're right. He went through a battle with leukemia. He, sh- he comes in every day, starts making sandwiches. People come from all over the country to go to John's Roast Pork. It's one of the best. And there were a couple of derelicts. There were a couple of punks sleeping in his little backyard area, the little yeah. area that has picnic tables. Were they there to rob him? or I, I think they were there sleeping, oh. and then he shows up to his own business, and they attack him. So he has a 43-inch TV out in that area, mm-hmm. which people go when they're sitting, can watch TV, sports, and stuff, because a lot of people, before they go to games, they stop there. Right. Yeah, and they, ripped, great that, they ripped that off the wall. And then were th- they threw the TV at him. At 6.45 in the morning. And obviously, you know, these guys look like vagrants. They were mm-hmm. probably drug addicts. And they're out there sleeping. And the guy comes here and they start assaulting him. And then That's they also man. made threats against him um, that they are going to burn down the place. And- exactly. Yeah, I was hoping to get down there today, but at least they're open tomorrow, so I plan to pick up a sandwich tomorrow. They make great meatball sandwiches, no, too, No, everything the way, they come. make is great there. Yeah. It's, it's a great business. It's one of the legendary spots. When you get the James Beard Award as, you know, as a great restaurant, and it's, this is a sandwich place. This isn't a sit-down dining place. It's got a little area outside. It's tiny. It's on a little corner, and it's one of the greatest sandwiches. And, John's, and, the- and John helps more people than anybody yes. I know. He does so many different things in the community, and for one, he has a very popular spot. And a lot of places that are that popular, they no longer work there themselves. He comes in every day. He comes in every day, and he works himself. He's amazing. Yeah, and also he—I'm um, trying to remember all the other charitable things he's done. I mean, for for a lot of people, but and you can tell like when he's on the grill. I mean, even with his like medical issues, I man, he makes yep. a great sandwich. I mean, Absolutely. it's awesome. No, he's in there sweating, working. His mom's there. His his wife's there. 
His mom sits outside and eats sandwiches. I, Robin and I have been there many times eating with his mom outside. Yeah, and also uh, another great thing he does is, like, he's really – I think people forget how personable he is, too, even with his, his medical stuff. Yep. I mean, he's there. He's, he's always friendly with everybody. And, um, and he's the quintessential type of small business you want to help survive during exactly. these Exactly. You know? Exactly. This, is a fa- this is business has been there since 1930. It started with his grandfather. You can't get any more local and have a tradition – like, every city has that one place, that sandwich shop that's mm-hmm. been there for generations. This and town they, has a lot of them, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And most, a lot of cities do. Yeah. Well, but these are the kinds of scumbags that our mayor and the, and the criminals in this town have been allowed to basically do what they want. And I jokingly mentioned earlier, I'm sure Larry Krasner, our district attorney, is going to find a way to, uh, to arrest John Bucci right, for, instead for, of the other two. for fighting back against yeah. the guys and protecting his property. Well, That's what, what these idiots do now. Here's what he said when um, he was interviewed earlier today. He says that he's never had any issues here before in that location, but he feels that the neighborhood has changed since the crisis began. Something has to be done. I mean, as a business owner, I'm starting to get emotional. This is very, very out of control. He did file a repeat, and he has pictures of the two guys. Yeah. Mm. What are the chances that they find these two scumbags? Were they wearing masks? No, they weren't, unfortunately. No. They should be arrested just for that. Right. Well, Tony, real quick before I go, um, I wanted to wish your mom, you know, my mom both share the same birthday tomorrow. Tomorrow, so. yes. Yeah. My mom, Angelina Brown, 96. How old is your mom tomorrow? Uh, she'll be 91. How about this generation, wow. man? Great people. Say, say happy birthday to your mom for me, and thanks for the, condo- the condolences for the uh, – for the, uh, what were you with her like? Birthday greetings. Birthday wishes. <laughs> Birthday wish. My mom, we're going to get her wasted tomorrow. My mom will be white girl wasted tomorrow when we go see her. <laughs> white claws? No white claws for my no. mom. I would never subject my mom to white claws, Harry. Come on. Only the finest red wine. Four loco? No, not four loco. <laughs> yeah. Oh, MD. I'm sorry. Banana red. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's what your that's mom good loves. stuff, man. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Awesome stuff. What's the other one? The high noon. High noons are big, right? But now, Harry yeah. didn't like it. Harry I gave it two one. thumbs I down. Like it. I didn't like it. Hmm? <laughs> you know we're gonna get my mom drunk tomorrow, right? Oh yeah. There's no doubt. Now, will there be video over there? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll make well, sure watch. to make. Did it you see Robin shoot a video of me looking at the dinner that well, she prepared last yeah. night? But it was special. Tony cried. I let him I was, cheat. I last was night. down here working. People were ripping com- your acting performance. It was not acting. That's Twitter. the thing that's Are you really serious? funny. Yeah. When I see a baked al forno pasta or yeah. chicken cutlets with the with the bubbling cheese on it, it's enough to make a grown man cry, Harry. I don't get to have that very much. Mm. That was special. Yeah. It was like I let a him cheat last night. Baby Ooh, Jesus baby. had come into the house. You had a hall pass last night? <laughs> hall pass? I ate no. Keto. Keto hall pass. Oh, oh keto, keto hall pass. pass. Come oh, on, Harry. Geez. I'm going to get the hall passes to the weekends. We're coming right back. You know who's going to join us? John McMullen for his first ever Zoom Zoom session. How about that? 